This is Nidacoin, and you're listening to Racked. Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am your fearless host, Chamber. Uh, unfortunately, another day without Bunchu, uh, who is currently on his honeymoon. He should be wrapping it up right now. Or maybe not wrapping it up. Who knows? hey uh, <laughs> Maybe get some baby Bunchus uh, <laughs> popping out uh, in nine months or so. But uh, yeah, he'll be with us uh, next week. So I've taken the, this opportunity to bring in some of my favorite altcoin uh, friends. Uh, we started earlier this week with uh, Kyle McLean, fellow Canadian. Uh, we're gonna finish it up with the man, the myth, the legend. Fellow Canadian, it's a full Canadian week. Nidacoin, Nidacoin, how you doing, man? Right on, man. Uh, doing good, man, how are you? You know what, it's, uh, I feel I feel, you know, the, the altcoin season bubbling in my blood. Uh, you know, the, the, the markets are looking a little bit positive across the board. ETH, uh, ETH is doing some stuff. The bruising is healing. Yeah, exactly. Bitcoin's just kind of, you know, staying in a little zone here. Um, I took a long position on ETH a couple of days back, and it's looking all right. Um, so we'll see. I think we still got, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know where it's going to end, but I'm, I'm hanging on for dear life. <laughs> so um, you've had, you've been kind of unplugged uh, for the last, uh, what, like three, four months? Yeah, pretty much four months here. Um, basically the majority of the summer. So a uh, little bit over that. I just kind of got away, decided to go on holidays, did a whole bunch of things, you know, I wouldn't normally be able to do. Um you just get so so into this space, right? And and oh, sometimes man, it's nice to just walk away. And I like going camping, going to the woods, just turning the cell phone off for a week, right? So absolutely. Well, you, uh, we were talking a little bit before we started recording. Uh, I mean, some beautiful pictures uh, that you've tweeted out, some beautiful vistas and views. I'm actually heading up uh, tomorrow. Uh, I, I'm in Ontario, but I'm flying out to Banff uh, tomorrow to spend uh, kind of a, like an extended weekend. Uh, with my wife, we got a we rented like this hundred year old cabin in the mountains. Oh, beautiful! Um, yeah, it should be great. So we're we're looking forward to that. Uh, we didn't realize, or my wife didn't realize, how much of a temperature difference it was from like even just Calgary to Banff. You know what I mean? It's only about an hour away, but it's like literally straight up in the air. <laughs> so I, think, I think it's like a 15 degree difference. Um, so she, I think she had some hot numbers to uh, to pack up that I think she had to put away. <laughs> yeah, a little bit colder in the mountains there, eh? It sure is, man. It sure is. Now, yeah, some of your, uh, you were, it looked like you did some cottaging uh, in the Rockies. Is that, is that, am I yeah, okay to say yeah. that? Yeah, no, I did. Yeah, I, I was kind of all over the place. I We hit up. Uh, from east to west man i was i went everywhere so uh, That's a, well, i was gonna say didn't you start i feel like the summer of nita coin started with the uh toronto raptors playoff games is that is that sound about right it did yeah i took my brother to uh the raptors finals there That's we amazing. Were, yeah we were at game five um right one point game we were oh. right there they could have finished it that day oh. so uh yeah it was my brother's birthday he had never been to a professional sports game he's played sports all his life huge huge sports enthusiastic enthusiast <laughs> um and uh <laughs> we decided yeah let's go do it so i bought the tickets got us tickets flights we headed on out went and spent a week or so in in toronto and uh did a couple baseball games and all that and then yeah came back switch people left the brother at home grabbed the old lady and uh, <laughs> we had it on out we started our travels so that's fantastic now I, I i would be remiss not to bring this up you and your uh, lovely lady um kind of uh sealed the deal so to speak uh, a couple of was it a week ago yeah um, under, you, a, I, week ago, yeah, under a week ago yeah under a week ago I saw yeah. a tweet come out and I got very excited. Um, 
And you had mentioned, I think you guys were going on like some like 30K hike or something. Yeah. Is it a bike yeah, ride or a hike? 28K bike ride, yeah, along the mountains. So Beautiful. Um, yeah, it was a nice trek. There was a lot of people on Twitter who were like, hopefully she doesn't have a Twitter account. I, I can confirm for the people she does not have a Twitter account. That's so I good was, because I thought I that was, too. I was not worried about that, but I know a lot of people were like, well, this is going to ruin the surprise. <laughs> but <laughs> um, yeah, no, she she definitely doesn't. We I, uh, I, I know you as a pretty smart guy, so I assume that uh, you have <laughs> your bases covered there. I did, uh, I did, that- but... So I'm assuming she said, yeah, she said yes. I think there was a follow-up tweet where she said yes. <laughs> she did say yes, yes. Nice. We looked at this beautiful lookout. It's uh, There's this bench. It said, take a look and dream. And we stopped at this beautiful lookout. And while she was watching, looking at the view, I kind of snuck around, went went behind, dropped down on one knee. And I just kind of sat there for a minute waiting for her to turn around. <laughs> she was really just looking yeah, at the view. Yeah, of course. I'm a pretty calm uh pretty calm person overall i don't i don't have too many levels of excitement so uh but i started getting a little nervous you know i, I was a little nervous after about 10 seconds on the ground i there. bet yeah <laughs> <laughs> now uh how long have you were you guys dating before the proposal yeah we, we've been dating forever man we've been together for for a long time um, that's yeah I'm, I'm i was the same way when i I, uh, I when i proposed to my wife uh i think we had been dating maybe seven years at the time yeah uh, we were still pretty young too I, I don't know how old you are but i think we we had started dating when i was like 19 um and i think it was like 26 or 27 when i proposed nice and then, yeah and then we got yeah we got married but yeah now it's now i think we're crossing the border where i think we've been married longer than we're dating we're we're around the 16 17 year marker together so <laughs> nice man it's a long, Congrats. Yeah, it's funny. It's it's fun to have a, a cohort in crime. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, uh, you know she she rode all these terrible bear markets with me. So I figured if, if she's willing to do that, she's willing to stay for life. So no, absolutely. she's my better half. She keeps me calm, and she she she's a good person. So that's I, terrific. I love I love hearing that stuff. I like hearing a, a good uh, romance story. I'm a sucker for it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like well, like we mentioned, Bunchu's getting married. I was uh, yeah honeymoon. I, I, when you watch this bunch, you congrats, man. Yeah, no, he's. Uh, I, I'm. I don't, know, I don't know if he'll be listening on his honeymoon. Maybe he will. Um, I told he'll him that you in. were gonna be. I told him you were gonna be on, so I'm assuming he will turn. <laughs> now I should say that being said, uh, and I should have brought it up at the very top of the show here, but uh, Mr. Nitacoin is the record holder for the most downloaded episode in the Wrecked catalog. So. Uh, yeah, Damn. you hold you hold the record uh, for uh, biggest uh, biggest listening sh- listenership. So I'm uh, humbled. It, it, well, I, you are in uh, you are in some pretty pretty high uh, you know high territory as far as uh, some of the other competitors. But <laughs> you left them all in the dust. So um, what can I say? I love Team Needacoin. We're a great group <laughs> of people, man. Team Needacoin. No, man, all the way, man. All the way. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's, I was very excited when you had mentioned, uh, that you had some time. I was like, yep, that sounds like a great idea. We should definitely have you on. Yeah. We um, were trying to book this a little earlier, but you know, with the holidays and everything, things just didn't work out. So I promised you as soon as I came back, I would hit you're, you up. You're a man of your word. I'm you're a man, man of my word, word. sir. <laughs> I appreciate it. So, um, we had a great summer. What was, what would you say? Obviously, um, you know, we won't count the proposal because I think that's, a you know that's an obvious go-to you're right uh but what was the highlight you know not including that what was the highlight of the summer for you um i you know i i went chasing a lot of waterfalls this year you know they say you shouldn't do that <laughs> they say but, you shouldn't that's right that's <laughs> but uh, i couldn't resist so i went chasing a lot of waterfalls a lot of a lot of nice hikes a lot of views but uh i we got a cabin for a week on lake superior Mm-hmm. and uh I've, I've actually spent a couple of summers there i'm a big fan of lake superior yeah so that was that was just beautiful and there's a whole bunch of uh places where i was uh in thunder bay if you ever go to thunder bay i've been to thunder bay it's yeah uh, you you were doing some trekking yeah so yeah <laughs> we were everywhere i tell you we went everywhere so um but yeah there's a a lot of beautiful hikes that we went on there some some amazing looks so now, I, I have I would to just ask- say it would be it would be one of the hikes. One of the hikes. Now I, I have to ask you. I am a huge um, Bigfoot Sasquatch enthusiast. 
uh, I'll, I'll literally watch any movie that has it in. I'll watch any documentary that that's, you know, on the subject. I think they're real. Uh, in all your hikes and all your times in the woods and all your hikes and bike rides, have you ever come across anything like this? And no, what are your I cannot thoughts? say. I cannot say I have. That would that would make for a way more exciting story. It sure would. Um, but uh, no, I, I you know I, I just don't know if I believe the there's there's some different looking creatures out there, right? Like a mm-hmm. a black wolf and stuff like that looks a lot different. So um, there, there I. I it's a hard sell for me, but okay. uh, All right. I, I would never take away your spirit, your dreams. I, so. I appreciate it. I've I, been, I will I've, not rob you of that. That is my, uh, you know, my, when Bitcoin hits uh, 100K or whatever, like the big crypto goals is to retire and to move to the woods and uh, and search for the elusive beast. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you've got a life track ahead of you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so that's yeah, funny. I figured we I ran in. ask you. We ran into, uh, I woke up one morning and we had the dogs outside. We were camping mm-hmm. and uh, I went out of the trailer and one of the dogs was right outside my trailer and I, and I thought it was a bear and so I, I shit my pants. I Oh no, here it comes, eh? So mm-hmm. uh, and I look over, it's just a dog, calm down, whatever. And then a couple days goes by and then we get out of the trailer and there was a bear 10 feet from from our camp right there he was in our camp actually um and then the dogs chased him up a tree and really uh, yeah so we thought it was just one at first and then she wasn't going away it was a black Mm -hmm. bear so and and she wasn't going away and we kind of thought you know she's she's too comfortable around people kind of thing and then we realized that like we heard some something in the trees constantly and we looked and what was happening was the dogs were chasing the cubs back up the tree and uh so every time the cubs would try and get down the dogs would run back out there and chase them back up into the tree and that's why the mama wasn't going anywhere but the dogs and the mama were about eight nine feet from each other just having the stare off of a lifetime growling and howling it was it was pretty insane. Um, that was probably my closest encounter ever. And we just sat there. We ate breakfast, kind of <laughs> kept looking at it to make sure she didn't start running our way. But, um, yeah, that was pretty wild. That was a pretty wild part of the I summer, bet. too. Um, I bet. I grew up in rural northern Ontario. Oh, okay. And um, we had a, um, a garbage, like a, you know, the garbage strike uh, where, like, people wouldn't come and pick up your garbage anymore. Uh, so uh, what was happening is we'd have like local dumps that we could kind of go drop it off at. Um, but I lived in the wilderness and the bears were coming into the towns because, you know, people, you know, maybe wouldn't, wouldn't go as, you know, as quickly to the dump as they needed to. So, you know, garbage bags would start piling up in their, in their backyard or whatever. So we would get bears just kind of falling. Like my, my backyard just went into the into the bush you know what i mean like it just it just kind of went in and we would get you know we would get bears coming in the backyard and uh this one bear kept coming kept coming kept coming my mom i think it was like i don't know like 12 13 years old she made like me and my best friend sleep outside and basically like shoot the bear if it came into the uh (laughs) into the uh into the backyard (laughs) so you had like two 12 year olds with like 12 gauge shotguns in the tent just waiting for a bear (laughs) like this is yeah thank goodness it was the 90s but um, i was just gonna say this was clearly like the 80s or 90s right exactly yeah i think i want to say like maybe early to mid 90s uh the last uh the last uh time you could really do crazy shit uh as a child um but yeah i just remember yeah i think we had like like a 12 gauge each in the tent with us at like 12 13 years old and it was like nobody blinked an eye uh that this was maybe not the greatest idea uh (laughs) yeah totally normal and as i moved away into like the big city where i live now uh not really but bigger city than what I, i grew up in it's like oh yeah we were crazy uh growing up this was not normal uh, and, and very unsafe as children. So how how did uh, any of us survive the nineties? Unbelievable. Know? Well, we I have... drank from the garden hose. And... <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> Speaking of that's so funny. Uh, my daughter started drinking from the garden hose 
And uh, I was like, don't do that. She's like, what's wrong with it? I'm like, to be honest with you, I'm not sure what's wrong with it. <laughs> I was just told uh, you're not supposed to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, yeah. you know what? Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we thought there was bugs in there when we were kids, too. It just Especially wasn't... like that first one of the year. You know what I mean? When you when you cranked open the uh, the water faucet for like, uh, you know, in June or yeah, like oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Well, I we had... Um, Maybe was it last week or the week before we had um, DJ Thistle on and he's a BC guy and he tweeted out a picture. He had a freaking Black Widow spider in his garage and I didn't realize those freaking existed in, in uh, I think he's in the Okanagan and he's, yeah. he was basically telling the story that it's just like basically a jungle there and uh, the, yeah. the, they get different types of, of, of these creepy crawlies. Uh, so yeah, imagine sucking back a black widow in the hose or something like that. If you ever get a chance to just drive through BC, that is one of the most beautiful drives you'll ever do in the world. Well, I've, you know, I've been to Victoria a couple of times. I've been to Did Vancouver. you drive through or did you fly? I flew in. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I you gotta yeah. go right from the start right to the end, buddy. Trust me. The problem perfect. is, the problem is I know for a fact, I'm literally going to come back pack up my house, sell it, and then move out there. Um, I, I know I'm going to fall in love with it anytime. That's so uh, funny. I, there, there's a lot of people who say that. That's a like very common response, actually, when I say that. It's, it's like, people I, I know like, it. I just know once I go out, I leave, and I go there. I know the type of person I am. I, I, I know what I like, and I know I would love it out there. Uh, so, yeah. So, I, I, I mean, I love Vancouver. I love Victoria. Uh, I like, the, you know, I've, I've done some driving on the island a little bit. But man, every time I go out that way, it's it's definitely one of the nicest places in Canada for sure. Yeah, absolutely. You start going in a little bit where the population's a little less. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it's just absolutely beautiful. There's there's endless amount of hiking. If you're if you're into like hiking and all that mm-hmm. stuff, um, biking or anything like that, uh, kayaking. Uh, that's that's your area, right? It just endless. Oh um, man. Yeah. Yeah, it just sounds too good. And also, you know. Sasquatch searching too, right? I got to imagine that's probably pretty. pretty (laughs) You might do all right. (laughs) I might do okay. All right. So I know you've been out of you've been out of circulation for a little bit. You're you're getting back into it. Uh, What is your kind of what's your sentiment right now with the you know with the crypto market? Well, I got to say, like right now, obviously, I came back. Day I came back, uh, <laughs> things started to move there. They sure so did. That was uh, that was nice. Um, so yeah, w- I was watching that for quite a while. But uh, you know, realistically, I think you we're still we're still far from out of the woods. I know people don't want to hear that. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic, though. You know, I'll go I'll go as far as to say I'm cautiously optimistic. And <laughs> I guess one of the things like I will bring up is um, we've never had one month in october since 2014 um we've never had an october that's been positive for altcoins versus btc really so so knowing that um and oddly enough actually last october 2018 was one of our better octobers that we've ever had so that's kind of sad in a sense so Mm -hmm. um you know, as much as I like to see these moves, I wouldn't be completely surprised with a nice little drop before we, you know, we start to go off. But uh, always going into November and December, I'm very optimistic. I like to get just over that October hump. So um, right. I didn't come back and just plug all in, you know. I didn't just buy buy everything that I felt was on the bottom but <laughs> but I, I, I was taking a little peek I've been doing a little bit of research and getting back into things and I like to grade my coins when I buy them so yep. uh I, I got kind of a way I work it out and I, I kind of graded them out of five and uh then I like to come back and revisit them later so you know I, there's a lot of coins that when I when I left in like May were probably a two out of five that I would say are more around a three out of five now um okay. they're kind of leaning more in a positive direction for for how I look at things but uh I am well aware of October and how October generally goes so cautiously optimistic <laughs> all right I like that I like that um now we were talking the other day about you know strategies specifically with altcoins, and there's kind of two schools of thought. First one is, do you buy 
you know, coins or tokens that have had their cycle already and are, you know, in your, you know, in your, in one's opinion, bottomed out, you know, your, uh, your, your Moneros, your, uh, stellar, that kind of stuff, kind of, you know, high cap, but, you know, just absolutely wrecked. Or is the strategy looking at new coins that haven't had a cycle yet and then, you know, getting positions in those or maybe a combination of the two? Yeah, well, I, I would say I'm slightly biased in a sense towards old cat or old coins because um, I've kind of watched them since. since yeah, exactly. The birth you're you're of the great, coin, right? Exactly. So um, new coins to me maybe don't interest me quite as much. Um, that was kind of like what happened with the last ICO cycle. I I did invest in a few ICOs, but I probably turned down a couple hundred for every one that I would get into right so right it was very 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 selective and and they, they didn't do well either like i'm not sitting here like i picked the right ones i fucking didn't there was no right <laughs> i don't uh, think any, i don't think many people did <laughs> no so um that that cycle was terrible i think uh picking bottoms that's not really for me either um what i like to do though is if i do think that a coin is relatively close to the bottom i like to start averaging in so mm -hmm. so if i can do um, I like to do a 1% investment per coin when I invest. So if the price drops 15%, I like to get another 0.2 of a percent of my portfolio involved gotcha. in it. Yep. So um, over the course of, you know, down 75% or so, um, that's when I'll, I'll get a full position. So um, if you look at right now when things are down about 80, 90% and you kind of start averaging in every 15%, uh, you know, it, it, it kind of gives you a better odds, right? And I'm not saying that that's the perfect strategy or anything like that. It's just something that's worked for me for, for a long time now. So uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of just sticking towards that. I'm kind of starting to look at things and say a coin right now is at 100 Satoshis and I really like it. I might take a plug at 100 and then, you know, now I'm waiting for about 85 Satoshis, something like that, right? Sure. Get, get another one. Worst case scenario, it takes off and your first bid is automatically in the positive and that's mm -hmm. not really a bad thing. And then nope, if not, not I dollar cost down. So, um, you know, just got to average in, I guess. And the, it's too hard to pick bottoms and tops in crypto. Uh, going back to like when we started to run a couple of years ago i think that was around the time when i was on this podcast last time uh i was very cautious about the ten thousand usd mark um mm -hmm. i that's when i started to take some profit and kind of just continued to sell the entire way up um so i didn't just go balls to the wall i'm selling right. out of everything right i was just slowly every time okay i went up again every day i was kind of just okay i'll take a little bit more take a little bit more so uh i think it's just all about maybe not so much perfect timing but uh knowing the projects that you're getting into and kind of knowing where they were and where they are now there's a lot of them i tell you that were a couple hundred satoshis five six hundred satoshis that were that are 20 satoshis now right mm -hmm. so your multiples there are crazy I, I always laugh at people who and and i don't think day trading is a bad thing it's just not for me but i always laugh when i see people coin went from 20 satoshis to 25 and they're taking profit when they've seen it at uh at 500 500 or 600 <laughs> right satoshis, exactly right it's always like there there's a lot of room for growth so I'm averaging in. Let's just say I will be averaging in over the next little bit. Now you've seen, you've said yourself, you know, you've seen a couple of market cycles now. Um, are there some off the top of my head? Um, I'm just trying to think of some. What are some of the alts that you've seen? You know, go through a cycle, get get absolutely wrecked, kind of bottom out, and then have another big market cycle up. Do you think? Can you think of any off the top of your head? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I was on mute there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, oh my God, I uh, stumped him. <laughs> uh, no. So yeah, no. There's been lots of coins that have kind of had cycles. Um, Digibyte. I remember when it went to right fifty Satoshi, sixty Satoshi's. Everybody was really, really involved in that. And at that point, I, I got in. Uh, you know, around sixteen, eighteen Satoshi mark. So um, I was obviously happy when everybody was liking it at fifty. But then uh, it went back down to 
geez, I don't even know, back down to around 20 Satoshi, something like that. And uh, there was a lot, a lot of defeated people. So then, you know, when it got back around that 50 Satoshi mark, there was a lot of people who were selling off, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it wasn't long after that that everything went completely crazy. And I forget exactly what I hit. It was like 2,500 Satoshis that went up to or something crazy like that, right? Yes, it so, did. Um, but there, there's a lot of coins I could mention. There's There's been coins that I've put on a – I have a USB drive of, of what I call my graveyard. Um, yeah. And it's just all the coins that just never survived. And I've actually pulled that out a few times, like – Hasn't been recently, but uh, it, you'll notice in a bull market, you'll actually go back to some of those coins and people will be reviving them and whatnot. So I've had some pretty big gains on, on revived coins that I completely thought were shot. So, Interesting. Um, and I, I'm always optimistic that one day I'll be able to put a little bit more and take, you know, slowly clean that drive out and put one or two on but uh she got a little larger this year after cryptopia went off so holy smokes did it ever eh? well that's yeah. a good point you bring up now um obviously i think we're maybe a few days away from uh the u.s having to switch to binance us yeah um i think we're a couple of days away um are, are there particular sites that you're using right now like we were talking the other day about like you know kucoin and trade ogre uh Cryptopia is now gone or, you know, it doesn't look like it's coming back. Uh, are there are there sites that you think are are kind of good ones to pick up those gems on? Are there <laughs> sites that are coming down the pipe that you think might be OK? Well, this is how I look at it. I, I, I don't like to marry exchanges. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, they don't make me money. Altcoins do. That's so right. um, usually I was actually just having a conversation with someone recently about this, but uh Usually I, I do my business and I, I get out of there, right? So right. I, I'm not I'm not leaving nothing for chance. The only thing I left on Cryptopia that I lost on Topia was my dot coin. And the only reason I left dot coin there was because that's their coin. So if they shut off Right, doesn't it, matter if you it was over that. anyways, right? So Exactly. Um I, I don't like to really marry exchanges. I do still use the traditional, you know, I'm still with Bittrex. I, I, they've never been hacked, right? So that, yep. that's obviously like makes you feel good about it. And uh, every once in a while, I'll go log into um, Binance. I've kind of left Polo behind. I haven't really went there. But but that's, not saying I, but that's not saying I wouldn't, you know, like if, if something mm -hmm. was there and it was it was easy enough for me to get in and get out and, and not have to worry about, any headaches i've had a lot of headaches on like hit btc and crap like that right just garbage i actually that's probably one of the worst experience i've had was on hit btc it just it, and it's not necessarily like the, the the company itself but just the user interface i didn't i didn't like as much as some of the other exchanges um they're extra digit exactly yeah, yeah it's very it was very weird um, so I think I made a little bit of money on there though. Sometimes I have, sometimes I have good feelings about shitty exchanges because I've, you know, I was able to turn a profit. Um, I think my big, I still think my biggest, my biggest gains were on Cryptopia. I'm almost positive of that. Yeah. Um, I had a good time on Topia while they were alive. I did. Right? <laughs> yeah. It was good times, but, uh, a good no, time's uh, got to so, come to an end. I've been around we, for too many exchanges that have shut down, right? So well, I've been around. Exactly right. I was around for Mount Gox, um, Coin Rush, um, or Crypto Rush, or whatever. Uh, I don't know. The, the list is on and on. I've tweeted about it. Coin EX. I've tweeted about it a hundred times of all the exchanges I've been around that have shut down. So cripsy all of them so it's just it's endless really so it's hard for me to like even give time towards exchanges in that sense i don't like to like get too involved with what they're doing right they're just running mm -hmm. a business i'm not a spokesman exactly. for them right and i yep. don't know how they're handling their funds and if someone's siphoning money out the back like quadriga right i don't, I don't <laughs> yeah you know there's there's so many different things and so it's just hard to actually commit myself towards any exchanges i don't even like to promote any of them to be honest what no, i do like fair. to promote is studying a coin going and looking at the coin and then seeing where it trades and finding the best option for you that's what i think is the best thing to do 
So what would you, uh, like what resources do you use when you're researching your coins? Are there, are there sites that you like to use? I know, you know, in the past, you know, everybody would use coin market cap, which is, you know, whatever. Uh, but like, you know, sites like coin, I think like coin paprika, I think is one that I've seen people talk about a little bit. Are there sites that you would recommend for people doing, doing some research? Um, I think like a lot now, there's a lot more on Twitter now. If you actually look at the exchanges, they give out medium articles and stuff like that. Yes, they do. Um, but uh, if you go, I like I like BitScreener for updated on prices and where they've been daily, monthly, blah blah blah. So um, I like that. I like obviously Bitcoin Talk still. Um, I'm not much for joining people's Discord and Telegrams. I, I I'm. I don't like to be that style of a community member, you know, but uh, lingering in there all day, like when update, <laughs> when moon, I don't, I don't want to sit there and do that all the time. So I don't hang out too many discords and telegrams. I actually, I'm not in any to be completely honest. Um, so yeah, just mainly doing my own research from, from what I'm given off the bat. Right. And I like to go through and just check out coin supplies and stuff like that. And, just kind of what they got to do the, the the beauty thing about crypto and this is what people don't understand a lot of people anyways is there's there's endless amounts of people you can talk to in this space and people are willing to have a conversation with you for the most part right um absolutely in traditional markets you see a couple of guys with 50 followers commenting on something they're, they're not going to comment back right they don't have nothing to say to you and, and crypto's always been nice like that that's actually one of the main reasons i joined crypto was everybody was kind of helping everybody out right so um if you really have a question and and a coin is just bugging you and you think you found the ultimate gem go try and talk to the developers right the there's a good chance they want you to buy their token so they're going to give you the time of day right so um that's that's kind of what i would say is just just go approach them and see what they have to say check their twitter check their medium pages or whatever bitcoin talk all those different sites that they use even they drop their updates on things like Blockfolio, right you can get some updates from there so mm-hmm. you just kind of put everything together and uh and kind of wiggle wiggle around the nonsense and uh see what you get that's a good point. You're you're a hundred percent correct. Uh, as far as like projects looking to communicate with, you know, basically anybody that's looking for information, uh, we see that time and time again. Um, and and if it's not you know a dev, it's you know they might have like a community leader or somebody with a good amount of knowledge um, that can get you you know pretty pretty good information too. So um, absolutely, yeah, I, I'm a big I'm a big fan of reaching out to those uh, to those projects because they are pretty receptive. So we should play a game here. Um, we talked about crypto. We've talked about your summer. Uh, let's have a little bit of fun now. Let's play Defend That Tweet. The defense is not back, Mom. Hey, let's get our energy going at the defensive end. Dun, no. dun, dun. Exactly. You know it. <laughs> Shit's about to get real. Uh, <laughs> this, this is where I got to go. That wasn't me, guys. I swear. So, <laughs> someone took over the Nidacoin handle. So uh, this one I like. Um, I, I, we, we don't usually get too much like controversial uh, messaging uh, or, or, you know, we don't pick out the, the controversial ones too often. But this one's, I guess, a little bit controversial. And at least it'll give us some fun stuff to talk about. Uh, this was uh, this was from September 10th, um, so a little over a week ago, and it was a retweet. You had uh, retweeted something with comment. Uh, the The original tweet was from CNN, and uh, it goes to say, unlike the classic game, uh, and this I guess is for Miss Monopoly um, uh, or Mrs. Monopoly. I'm not sure which oh, one it was. Oh yes, yes. Here we go. <laughs> but it says, unlike the classic game, women will collect 240 Monopoly bucks when they pass go, while male players will collect the usual 200. It's a fun new take on the game that creates a world where women have an advantage, uh, often enjoyed by men. Uh, so this was about Mrs. Uh, or Miss monopoly uh and and your yours was uh your your retweet comment was this is the dumbest shit you'll read today <laughs> and i don't disagree i feel um that day uh 
that CNN, and I mean, I'm not, not, you know, I'm not a big political guy. I know a lot of people hate CNN and I know a lot of people hate like Fox News and they're usually opposites. <laughs> um, I'm not a huge CNN fan myself. I like, you know, as, as I like good news as a rule, like good journalism. Um, but I found that particular day CNN was on a roll with like the politically correct stuff. Um, did you, were you getting that same feeling? Uh, you, from... you know what? I don't, I don't really actually follow any of those, any of those sites. I think it came up as a retweet. It did. Yeah. Cause it, it was the same thing for me. I don't follow CNN either. And I, I just kept seeing CNN, uh, tweets popping up, up in my, yeah. Yeah. All I was thinking about was, uh, my five-year-old nephew and mm-hmm. how he would not enjoy playing this game. A hundred percent. But, uh, you know, I'm all, all for, like, equal rights and equality. Yeah, equal is that. not 240 versus but, uh, 200. Equal is 200 that, to 200. That is just silly, you know. Like, it's a, it's a traditional game. It's just supposed to be fun, right? That's all right. it is. And and, it was, and and to be honest, it wasn't like women were getting 40 bucks less in the regular no, Monopoly. Like, you know what I mean? No, no. Like, <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend, she kicks my ass all the time. Right. So she didn't need no edge. She she always whoops my ass. So, yeah. <laughs> And I mentioned this one in particular because I wanted to bring up, because I think that same day CNN had tweeted out, um, I don't know if it was CNN, I think it was CNN, but there was like this video of this of this girl and it was like a, maybe like a two minute video and she was basically ex- uh, explaining why the term guys as like kind of like a general... I think know, I saw that too, yeah. Right, I think it was like the same day and I was just like, holy smokes, this is getting crazy. But that one in particular, I have I have two girls. Uh, like I have a six-year-old and I got a one-and-a-half-year-old. And I have my wife and that's the whole house. And I, I, I've noticed, I'll refer to them. I'll be like, hey, guys, let's go get in the car. You know, let's, you know, hey, guys, let's do this. Or And I say that and I've actually, in my head, have made that, you know, I've said like, why do I keep calling them guys? I'm the only guy. I'm talking to zero guys right now. <laughs> I, and I'm like, I just don't know what other word to use. So there was this video I like video to throw where, folk. You know, folk is, I agree. Okay, let's go, folks. And that's all encompassing. I like this. Yeah. But yeah, I couldn't find guys is so natural for me. Um, It just rolls off the tongue. It does. And I'm like, (laughs) shit, I got to find a new word because none of the people that I'm referring to are guys. uh, And I should probably find a different word. But maybe I'll use folks. I like that. I like folks. Okay. Next tweet. I got another one here for you. Um, We have. Now, okay, this one was taken uh, from September 8th, and it's a very enth- it's a gif of a very enthusiastic person getting off the couch, and your tweet is, this is me waking up knowing football starts in four hours. Yes. Um, now, I'm assuming this is NFL, and we're not watching CFL football. The Children's Football League? No, I don't the watch The Children's that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's fantastic. I've never heard there, that, and I will. I'm absolutely sorry, all use my it. fellow Canadians, but no, we just don't on. have the we just don't have the right game going on here. We don't. We don't. <laughs> um, so, are you, I'm assuming you're a big football fan. I'm a, I'm a huge sports fan. Yeah, just in general, I, I love sports. Uh, I love now. Football. Are you betting sports. on these? Are you also betting on these games? Is that why I know a lot of people um, get excited? I got I got like my uh, survivor pool, so you pick right. one team each week. Yep. And uh, then on top of that, I got like fantasy drafts and sure. stuff like that, right? But uh, the first week, I think I threw out, uh, what was it? Maybe it was last week, actually. I, I picked Carolina over Tampa Bay. And, of course, that didn't pan out because uh, Cam, Cam's absolutely useless this year. He's just <laughs> been absolutely crushing me in fantasy. But, really? uh Yeah, so... But besides that, no, I haven't really tossed out too much. And I used to more back in the day. But, uh, you know, you just get so busy with life and stuff. And it's hard to sit down and commit to to doing the proper research and stuff. And I'm not someone who likes to go into things blind, right? I don't play slots, if if you know. Like, I, I, I play yep. cards. Yeah. play cards before I play slots. You, you feel like you have a little bit of an edge <laughs> um, and you're not just like totally on guessing. So I'm not about just like throwing my money at someone without actually just taking the time to research it, right? But every once in a while, I'll dabble, you know. I'm not opposed to throwing like $20 here, $20 there, sure. right? So Get a little pro-line action happening. The or, house uh... is not for sale, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. We're 
Yeah, we won't be putting that up. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so I got another one here for you. Um, I'm assuming this is when you were away. It says things, and this is from August 25th. It says things I miss. My dog, my bed, and alt season. Um, I also, I also miss alt season. Uh, what, what kind of, what kind of dog do you have? I got a golden doodle. So it's I'm a, assuming I'm not a big dog guy. I'm assuming this is a cross between a golden retriever and a poodle. It absolutely is. Yeah. And that seems like the mechanics wouldn't work uh, <laughs> in my head. I'm not trying to think how that would work. It, it, uh, yeah, well, it makes it, you know, they don't really shed. Right. So that was, that's, that's perfect. A, yeah. That was quite a big thing for me. So, um, but I, I love dogs, man. I really do. I, I treat, dogs better than i probably treat humans uh yeah just the type type of person that i am that's good i'm very glad bunch is not here right now because he'd be roasting me he's a big dog guy and i'm i'm not anti-dog i'm just anti-pets in the house uh, more so for the like the you actually brought it up like the uh the fact that they shed all the time and there's hair so if if i i guess i would be more inclined if I could, if you could convince me that there's absolutely no shedding coming from an animal, um, I, <laughs> I think I, I won't could go that far to say that there's zero, but, uh, it's, it's really not that bad with the golden doodle. So oh, that's good. All right. I, I don't mind that. I, I did like one dog. Uh, one of my best friends had a, um, a Bernese mountain dog. Oh yeah. Nice. My neighbor has two of those. That was a very nice dog as well, like a very well-behaved. I don't remember it shedding very much. It was like a, it's a long-haired dog, but I don't remember it shedding too much. And it was massive. This thing was like, like 175 pounds, I think. It yeah, was, it was big. Yeah, so um, I did like yeah, that one. My dog's right around 100 pounds. He's That's he's a big dog. In between <laughs> there, yeah. But he keeps me, you know, active every day. He needs a walk. So first thing in the morning, get up. We go for a big hike. We go up and down, uh just different paths and coolies and stuff like that so um yeah just keep busy that way i'm always active with my dog though he keeps me going he get he alone gets me my ten thousand steps a day that's good that's what you want now um i should ask uh you said you missed your bed uh do you know what kind of like mattress you have oh i don't but it is so comfy it's yeah, one of i was gonna memory say ones I got it. I got a Tempur-Pedic uh, like a couple oh. of years back, and man, that is a game changer. Uh, I, I I hate sleeping anywhere else now. Like I, I do a lot of traveling, and I'm always staying at hotels, and they're good hotels, but yeah, you know, it's not it's not like being at home, you know. Yeah, like I was sleeping in my trailer bed, and then you 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 get all these random Airbnbs and everything, and mm-hmm. you, you sleep in their beds, whatever the heck they have, right? So it's like every once in a while you squeeze in a good sleep. But um, even the last place we were at, we were we were kind of at the top overlooking the uh, like the kitchen and the living room area, so um, it's kind of an open area, open concept. And uh, I was like, oh yeah, we want the upstairs room. Like that room looks the nicest. I want that one. And then we get up there at night. We're like, it is so hot up here. He <laughs> can't, can't sleep. So it's like dunking my head under the shower to keep cool and stuff. So, but uh, and the bed just sucked. It's like just hard woke up in the morning just like roll myself over the couch a few times to, to <laughs> kind of get a couple of the creaks out <laughs> no kidding Jeez, mm-hmm. that, yeah that sounds yeah i would miss my bed too um <laughs> yeah that's tough that's tough stuff um all right we'll finish it up uh with a quick segment here to to wrap it up um we want to we want to get to know you a little bit more we're going to play a little game called rapid fire <laughs> And rapid What's fire cool? is just non-crypto questions that I'm going to ask you, and you just answer to your best ability. Um, I'm going to start with, uh, what's your favorite uh, movie of all time? Ooh, favorite movie of all time. That is a tough one. Uh, yikes. I don't even know. You can give me a couple if you have like, you know, you kind of have like a top three or five or something that you, you use as go-tos. Um... I, that's just so tough. There's so many. I, I'm gonna sound like an old guy naming my favorite shows. And stuff. But, uh, Gone with the wind. No, no, nothing like that. But uh, I don't know. I, I'd say like Seven is a pretty good movie. You know, Seven is a very good movie. So I'm a big I, I, fan. I'd probably say Seven is is up that's, there. Yeah, that's good. 
Um, all right. What is okay? That wasn't what very is, rapid, eh? <laughs> no, that's okay. They're never rapid, especially when I'm asking the questions. I don't, we should call it slow fire, slow burn. <laughs> right on. Um, when you were a kid, uh, what would you say was the most embarrassing music you were listening to? Um, like, for example, I had a New Kids on the Block t-shirt uh, when I was uh, a young child, and I was a big fan of them. Uh, anything like that? Um, yeah, kind of, man. I, embarrassing times, but... Uh, this is a safe space. We're, we're just admitting our, our yeah. embarrassments. Um, yeah, I, I was actually probably like shouldn't have even went this way anyways but like backstreet boys and all that of course you know and, and they came up and and i really didn't even like it it was like more like they were cool so like yep you pretended to like it like really i had like my kid rock cds and i had like my m&m cd and right and, like and I, I know for me like backstreet boys i think i was probably like 13 maybe you know like 12 13 and you're getting into the, for me at least you're getting to that phase where you know the girls really like them and then you could kind of like model your like attire based on like okay well if the girls like the way these guys are dressed like i would base what i would wear on what i would see in the videos <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like i used uh, to have gotta, like that rock and mushroom cut you know like sick like nick had so it was like, like nick absolutely you know the girls was, would be like you look like nick carter and i'd be like yeah i do and then <laughs> you know i'd wear that a little bit but i was uh, more of a brian uh, <laughs> 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 um all right, so Backstreet Boys. Now, I, I mentioned I had a New Kids on the Block t-shirt, and I was telling my wife about this, and I said, you know what the really funny thing is? Is you would think that would be something you would, like, your parents would, like, put away, like, uh, you know, after you've grown out of it. And I, I, I've never seen it since. I know I had one, and uh, I think my dad literally, like, threw it out one day. Yeah, like, was, he like, torched and, that. that. That became a part of the right? campfire. <laughs> I'm like, oh, whatever happened to that T-shirt? I was yeah. I was rocking some new kids attire. I think I was probably like six or seven at the very most. It was uh, probably yeah. like a week of you not having that shirt. He's like, see, he doesn't even like it. Yeah. Woof, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. All right, last question here. Um, we'll go with what uh, out of again all of out of all your entire youth and adulthood. Um, what was your favorite Halloween costume? Uh, I had a, I've had a lot of actually good hell. I'm actually really into it. Um, nice. We, we set up our house and everything and I, I just love it. I got a whole bunch of decorations, things that jump at you, you know, the whole nines, the last year we actually had a Halloween party in our house. Uh, all of our friends came over and stuff and we decorated the entire house. The entire house was like well done up. So, uh, huge Halloween enthusiast here. But uh, I've, I've had some good ones back in the day, but maybe I'll just tell you my funniest. So one time I just went as a um, like a hobo. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I, I wanted more facial hair. So I, I just like put a whole bunch of coffee grounds like on my face. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I woke up the next day and my face was rashed right out. Really? I, I, I was just completely rashed everywhere that the coffee ground sat on my face for like 10 hours. Just <laughs> broke me. It was really bad, really bad. But uh, I've had some really good creepy clown costumes. And um, last year, do you remember the TV show Recess? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. We absolutely. went as like a huge recess theme last year, and that's awesome. We've done uh, Price of Right contestants, and uh, oh man, I've done a whole bunch. You know what we were talking about doing for this year? Body what, what break. Body oh, break. It's so funny. I just watched Body a break. Hal, a Hal Johnson <laughs> and Joanne McLeod commercial on YouTube the other day. Uh, they're coming back. If you're if you're on YouTube and you live in Canada, keep an eye out for the new Body Break commercial. How because old? They're, do we sound right now so good i love how we're like kind of the same age i like this this is uh <laughs> we have very similar embarrassing uh memories um, that's great man but yeah hal johnson joe mcleod big fans <laughs> <laughs> shout out hal <laughs> yeah shout out hal and john my wife told me they're married in real life i actually didn't know that i'm like that's amazing do I'm you want to know something happy. funny we were actually sitting down uh, a while back and we were watching the first ever uh, amazing race canada Mm -hmm. and uh we didn't realize it was the first ever amazing race canada we thought it was like like the new one that came out and right 
about halfway, we're like, ah, why do they keep saying the first ever? <laughs> we didn't realize. <laughs> and then, uh, but Hell and, and Joanne were actually on the first ever season. Really? So, so because of that, we were like, we have to be them for Halloween. Like, this, That's amazing. This is just the perfect, you know, combo. So get out the track suits, you know, the headbands. Oh, yeah. Fake, you know, throw on that, that insane, elaborate mustache. Um, so good and, we and for those of you guys if those of you guys who don't know who hal johnson is just think of he kind of has a resemblance to uh what's his name um ramathorn on um what's that freaking movie called uh super troopers uh the guy that likes a mustache yeah. ride he kind of <laughs> kind of has that look to him uh so yeah imagine him and his wife uh in workout commercials in the 90s it was terrific <laughs> it was amazing Great all right time. man that does that does it for my questions um uh you know take your time are you working on anything uh where can people find you i know they're probably already following you but is there anything you're working on that you want to talk about um there is a little something in the works right now. I guess if you follow me on Twitter, you'll probably see this in the next couple months. But uh, there's a bunch of us working on something. It's kind of exciting. Really? Um, so so <laughs> you, you may see something in the future. I think you already know what I'm talking about. But we'll I leave, think I do know what you're talking we'll about. We'll leave a surprise for the viewers. <laughs> but there are good things happening. you know. And, and, and when it comes to altcoins, I know a lot of people are down and out and stuff right now. And... and you know, as you should be, like, it, it's been terrible, but uh, just a little bit of comfort here. Um, in 2014, I remember when Bitcoin retraced 87% there, and I put a tweet up about it a while ago, but uh, I was crushed. You know, I just quit my job. Things were just absolutely terrible, and uh, I, I, I was thinking every day, did I make the wrong choice, right? But mm-hmm. uh Instead of kind of just moping around about it or whatever, I, I kind of started to learn new skills and uh, improve on ones that I obviously ran into problems on that I thought I was good at that I clearly was not good at, like risk management and diversification is obviously a big one. So um, just overall, it's just kind of keep your head up. We've been here. There's there's I know a lot of people feel like they're in this alone, but there, trust me, there are a lot of people out here who have been here already, and then there's a lot of people who are experiencing it now. So uh, never feel like you're all alone. Just remember, this is this is crypto. We're all in it together. No Absolutely. need to just go crazy on each other on Twitter, guys. Pick exactly. up new skills. <laughs> you got it, man. That is some great advice from Nidacoin. All right, man. That does it for us. Uh, for myself, Chamber, for Nita Coin. Until next time, don't get wrecked. And that is financial advice. <laughs>